Boy, those low clouds moving in just about sun up and they just refuse to leave. It's your boy Jay-Z. Grab your hookah. Grab your shisha. It's time to smoke. Alright, so I've got a I've got a little proposition for you, kind sir. What's that? <laughs> okay, so going from our not last episode, but the episode before last, um, we talked about the office, right? <laughs> okay. And uh, how much you just will not watch that show no matter what. I just don't care about it. I just I just don't care about but it. But I, I care so much and there's so <laughs> many people that care about it. I'm gonna throw this out there. So Okay. If you can complete the show, it won't take long. And I mean I'll even let you stop at a episode or season I wanna say season six. Um you, you might you might want to stop there, and even if you stop there, it's okay. But if you can get through at least six seasons, I'll stop giving you crap about Double Apple. I'll just call it. I'll just call it. Nah, what? Nah, that, that, ain't wor- <laughs> that ain't worth it. That ain't worth it, man. I can deal with the Double Apple trash talk. I, I really can. But it, nah, I, that's, I thought that would be good enough. <laughs> no, even. T- <laughs> Listen, you obviously overestimate my pride and my shame, and my shame capacity. So, no, I just talk trash about Double Apple all day long. I'm still going to smoke it. Okay. I got to think of <laughs> It's back to the drawing board. It was a good try. It was a good effort. I will give you that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of something else then. I don't know. I just really want you to finish that show. I feel like it might help you in life if you... Uh... If you finish that show. Okay, okay. Don't don't act like that show is more important than it really is. Like, it's going to be a life-changing moment for me. Nah, get out of here. But you'll be able to understand so many just jokes and... Uh, okay, but here's the thing. I already, like, so the jokes that I do see, I don't really understand them. But I also don't feel left out about them. Like, I, okay. I don't feel left out from them. Like, I don't feel left out by not understanding them. Okay. It's just, yeah, you know, I, I, don't, I don't, just don't care about it. But I feel like you're a person that likes to laugh. And, you know... <laughs> you're, you're not wrong, but, like, I've got plenty of other things to laugh about. Like, this constant... Like, almost, like you know, it feels like y'all are in, like, the five stages of grief about my, my like, lack of willingness to finish out The Office. <laughs> You like first okay, it was okay, just hold on. like don't say finish just... off the office if you've only watched six episodes of season I mean like you're not even really started. I, I'm not calling <laughs> season one as starting. So finishing would be like, Oh, I made it to season four or five and now I'm not gonna finish it. That's where you can say you're finishing it. But you you you're episode one. You're just getting your feet wet. <laughs> Oh, man. No, it's just, like, seriously, it's like you guys are in the five stages of grief. Like, at first it was, like, anger and denial, and <laughs> no, you, no, you gotta watch The Office. Now it's, like, the bargaining stages, and I'm, I'm hope, hopefully that means we're, hopefully that means we're going into acceptance pretty soon. Okay, well, I mean, so. like, something we could talk about later on in this podcast, I'm switching and watching a very lengthy, long show that everyone is talking about always that I have just never understood for the life of me and that is Game of Thrones which we can we can talk about a little bit later I feel like that's going to be a 
pretty pretty heavy topic because I know you're a big Game of Thrones fan. I have just never oh, seen yes. the show, and everyone's talking about it. So look, I'm putting in a lot of a lot of hours. Not to say I'm doing it for you. I'm I'm more so just checking it out. But still, you know, we'll definitely have a lot of talk to a lot to talk about during the during that conversation. But uh, I'm trying something. Uh, so now you can try something. <laughs> no, no, I respect that. I respect that. But. Uh, Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the uh, listening to the HS podcast, episode five, uh, aptly titled "The Game of Bowls." Yeah. Um, my name is Sean. I am uh, one of the co-hosts. Uh, work over there at Hukadash Isha in, in customer service. So, again, a lot of you have probably talked to me at one point or another. So, word. And I am a Smoker Pass, and I'm also at Hukadash Isha, and. Once again, hit you with some savings. You know, it's we're in week two of our birthday celebration, so we've got a lot of hookahs. I've marked down some hookahs on sale. There are some deep discounts with Sahara hookahs and some Shika hookahs, Cam hookahs. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on. You also have your accessories on sale as well. So, a game of bowls is trying to figure out which bowl to to get because there's a lot of bowl options to choose from. And they're all Which bowl will sit upon the Iron Throne? Yep. Uh, I think I saw... Your Iron Hookah. I think I saw but, something about an Iron Throne in one of the episodes. <laughs> you're getting there. You'll, you'll, you'll get it. You'll get it soon enough. Yeah. Oh, man. But uh, what, are you, uh, what are you smoking on, Sean? I am using, bum, 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 a glass hookah. Um, I haven't used a glass... <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Okay. Ugh. Okay. We'll Ugh. get to that. Um, I haven't used a glass hookah in quite some time, and um, I just felt like using it. Honestly, it was uh, my girl was using the Regal um, a couple nights ago, and so I just felt like using something compact that I could just keep on top of my desk. Um, we had some family in town, so I moved kind of my station upstairs into my office so i've been playing uh xbox in in my office so i wanted to have kind of just like a little something i could put on my desk so i'm using a uh odeman into travel hookah just a little travel glass hookah and i'm actually using foil again and uh, i've got that inside of an alpaca apache bowl um <clears throat> with the red hookah shisha colors I'm using those uh, big Coco Brico cubes, the big cubes that we just Ooh, got. Ooh, okay, B- okay. Big old cubes, and inside of my bowl, I have some Sub Zero, some Haze Sub Zero, with a little bit of pure cherry. And then to uh, wrap things up, I am using the new Pharaoh's Saber hose and the kind of camo, the digital camo print. Um, there's a new set of colors as far as hoses and it's got some silicone patterns that we just added to the site uh be sure to check out our warehouse hero john jlj for his saber video it's a it's a very very funny video it's a unique video and uh yeah check that out so what you got going on over there i like those saber hoses man they're pretty cool they're uh uh first seeing them they were uh they're unique for sure with those with those camo prints, but man, I just, the, those handles are just where it's at for me. I just like the design of them. They're just sleek, just easy. I just like seeing patterns on a silicone hose because it's like it's silicone. You can do it. We just always have either black, clear, red, you know, green. But I want to see some just solid colors. Yeah, but now that we're actually adding some some patterns, some details to it, it's it's pretty cool. I like that. It gives you a little something to add to your your hookah setup. 
For sure, for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna have to pick one of those up pretty soon. Um, but I I am smoking. Uh, and you're gonna love this. You're just gonna love this through and through. I'm smoking one of my all-time favorite flavors, uh, double apple. Boo! Trash. Yep, Watch of The Office. <laughs> <laughs> I so so it's kind of funny that you brought that up earlier with trying to bargain with me about not you know about watching The Office and Double Apple. I was like, wow, this is great. Nope, this gloves are off now. <laughs> oh yeah, you're you're just gonna go all in on. Yeah, this. I'm gonna start pouring water on your. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like the moment I turn my back, you're just gonna run in with a cup of water and just pour it just down like on my coals yep. through the hookah. There, can't smoke that anymore. Yep. Uh, I'd be so upset. <laughs> um, but I'm smoking uh, actually a mixture of two double apple flavors. Uh, kind of the, the the main traditional kind of the the most well known double apple flavors. Um, I'm doing a fifty fifty mix of Alfaker double apple and Nakla double apple. Um, some of you out there might consider that to be a little bit sacrilegious, uh, you know, don't like mixing your, uh, mixing your double apples. Cause from what I've found, there's just a lot of people who prefer Nakla double apple and they're, they're diehard Nakla double apple fans. And, you know, kind of on the other side of the spectrum, there's, there's hardcore Alfacher double apple fans that refuse to smoke, you know, anything else. And whenever I tell people I mix them, you just get the weirdest looks. People just you mix them that doesn't seem right that's, that's kind of gross no it's actually pretty good give it a shot um but i am smoking that out of a uh it's actually one of it is my second oldest hookah that i've actually ever owned it is a uh, it is a khalil mamoon double pair hookah um classic i actually bought it from hookah dash shisha a long time ago uh long before i ever worked there long before i even you know knew knew anybody at Hukashisha. Uh it was back in 2013 that I bought that. I actually had to look it up on my account and uh and go go look and see when I bought this. But yeah, it's been well over six years since I since I bought this hookah and it has been through, you know, half a dozen moves. It has been through it was in my trunk for like a year because I forgot <laughs> it. It just it, it has been through the ringer, man. It, it you know what? It cleaned up really nice. Oh yeah. Stainless steel get a good brush yeah yeah exactly and just you know just just kind of brushed everything out rinsed it out real nice you know got it all clean it's it's not the prettiest hookah that you, you know i have because of its history but uh you know it does the job but it has history <laughs> it has it has character um but i'm smoking uh well along with the with the double pair i have the uh the actual flavor in uh, a shika sandstorm unglazed funnel bowl um when smoking double apple, that's just that's just the go-to for me. You gotta go unglazed. You gotta season that bowl. Just dedicate that unglazed bowl to your double apple. Or watch The just, Office. Or you know, or don't, and <laughs> just do other more productive things with your life. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, man, just let that let that flavor just kind of season that bowl. Really, just kind of get in there and get in the clay and just kind of let it ride. And over time, it'll it'll just taste stronger and stronger. And oh man, it is uh, it is always a treat. Uh, and kind of going off of that same thing, I have uh, I have a old Namor hose that I uh, that I picked up along with that hookah. Um, wait, 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 wait! The hose that you bought with the hookah in 2013? Do you? No, no, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I bought a, a separate hose with that KM double pair, 
and it was it was just a Nam- standard Namor hose, and uh, I've been using that hose. Uh, I dedicated it to uh, to Double Apple, and uh, I've been using that ever since. And uh, but man, oh man, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Like six years with the Namor hose? I don't understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it works. It works. Obviously, Listen. it works. There's smoke <clears throat> that passes through it. I'm just wondering, like, it's been so long, like. Yeah, but but so so uh, for this specific hose, Double Apple is the only flavor I've ever smoked out of it. Um, but six. And you know, I I do I do still clean it occasionally and get you know rinse it out, you know, soap it out. But honestly, overall, just kind of along soap. with the bowl, I just uh, I just yeah, soap. What what do you mean soap? <laughs> Get out of here. Of course I use soap to clean my stuff. You use soap um, in your hose? Yeah, I soak it. Wow. I Yeah, I, I have no... No, this has never happened in my my place. I've never soaked a hose in soap. What's wrong with you? Oh, How do you clean your hoses? With do you lemon not soak juice. your hoses? Ugh, get out of here. What do you mean? Get, Ugh. Out, get out of here. You put get soap in here. your That's hose. That's just an old wives' tale. No, that totally works. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, of course I put soap in my hose. I put soap in my hookah. Yes, what yes, you, you can put soap in your hookah. I just was never put soap in my hose. Yeah, yeah, try it next time. No. It works. I won't. It works. <laughs> well, fine, well, fine. But also, Don't I knock mean, it till you try it, I then. mean, just like a washable hose, like we talked about before, like with the with the old one that you're just clipping and it's getting shorter and shorter, <laughs> like that one's got to go, but I feel like... Uh, you know, a leather traditional style, even, you know, though it's washable, six years is, is quite some time. I mean, good job it for is pushing it. You know, maybe time. that's a good thing we'll put on the site. We'll just say, Sean's been using his hookah for six or six years with this hose. See how long yeah, you like, can use it. It's it's one of those things, though, that, like, even though I wash it, like, you know, I wash it to get all the, you know, the gross, like, the, the buildup out of there and everything. But, like, the flavor... It's so just of uh, the flavor of double apple is just so strongly cemented in that hose now that no matter soap, water, hot water, lemon juice, anything, it, you'll never taste anything but double apple out of that hose. I could pack a bowl of straight mint and smoke it, smoke it through that hose, and it would just be a bowl of double apple. It's uh, but yeah, I I am a very strong believer in in with certain flavors, you know, double apple, pond, things like that. Just kind of dedicating a bowl, a hookah, and a hose for it, just off to the side. Just, uh, just let that flavor, uh, let that flavor get stronger in those, uh, in those, uh, in those accessories and, and your hookah. And you know, over time, you'll have the, the stronger, you know, session for that flavor than you ever would have thought possible. All right. Well, there's some, there's some knowledge from Sean. I, uh, I won't take it. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but you might be able to take it. Um, but actually, one of the things I want to uh, talk about real quick—something that you said in that uh, in that disgusting spiel was <laughs> <laughs> you're so rude to me. <laughs> was the uh, was the pond flavor? Um, so uh, earlier this week, or I'd say last week, I posted that you guys wiped us out of a particular haze flavor and it was sub-zero and um kind of early early on uh one of the first things uh one of the first i would say hookah paycheck that i ever received besides working at hookah dashisha um i got a paycheck from haze and it was for working a taste testing event in dallas this was 
well, well before I worked at Hukadash Shisha. Um, but they were doing just like a little taste testing in the wholesale area in Dallas, and they had a test flavor that was pawn. And oh my, I packed so many pond bowls because in that district it was pretty much double apple only except for when someone just brings out pond everyone knew what pond was that was what they were going for and so they definitely introduced it to the right market everyone was enjoying it and i was really enjoying pond at the time because i had never come across anything like that i mean i was still pretty early in my uh my hookah smoking and uh yeah everyone was on board with it and once the label was created, the label was created, and it was called Sub-Zero. And then I got the batch itself, and then I was like, wait, this isn't pawn. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't what I smoked. This isn't, this isn't what I smoked at all. And they were like, yeah, we kind of changed it just to make it a little bit more uh, acceptable for everyone. Because, you know, not everyone's going to be um, all happy for a pawn flavor. So they mixed it up and took a lot of the spices out that were inside of it, and they left it with a... <clears throat> what I would say is a, a sweet floral mint. Like it's an ice cold mint, but it's uh it's not like a mint leaf. It's got just this it's very, very unique across all the mints out there. Sub Zero is definitely a a special type of mint, but there is some floral aspect to it. Um if you don't like floral, I still feel like you would like this flavor. It's definitely not like a heavy rose mix or anything like that, like a lavender mint or anything. Um, but it's definitely still focused on being a sweet mint. And it's definitely one of my favorite, favorite mints out there. What's your take on Sub-Zero? Yeah, it, it's it's very like uh, eucalyptus-y. There you go. Y- eucalyptus-y. And, and I think as you spelled that, uh, eucalyptus, <laughs> E-U-C-L-I-P-T-U-S. <laughs> hey, so, I put uh, a hyphen in between each. It's just listen, sounded out. That's that's the that's the Webster dic- dictionary spelling right there. Eucalyptus. Eucalyptus. <laughs> Good attempt. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's, you know, it's just a solid. It's a very unique mint. I would say it's it, it is sweeter, um, but those like those kind of slight floral uh, floral tones to it just really kind of add a nice uh a nice kind of level of complexity to it and man it mixes it makes it so good with so many things uh it's it's just uh it is just one of the go-to mints that i have in my desk at uh desk at work and uh, i do need to pick some up for uh for home so i can start you know throwing it in the occasional bowl but just solid all around well lucky you we just split a kilo with the warehouse because <laughs> we talked about Sub Zero, and next thing you know, it Sean tells me, you know, we're out of stock on the 250s, right? And I'm just blown away because we literally, literally, I just sent out that email like so, like a week ago, yeah, like hey, yeah. Hayes, it's all back in stock, and now womp, 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 we didn't even and get to y'all try, just blew it out. <laughs> it takes y'all a while, people, everything, it takes a while for something to come from Spain. Um, and clear custom so you guys killed it on that so we had to uh we had to split a kilo and so i had to go get a kilo and then get some separate containers and just kind of just stood there in the middle of the office and just scooping out rations of sub-zero <laughs> like hey you like sub-zero yeah okay here here's a container do you have an empty container here i'm scooping this into that there you take that you take that so uh yeah thanks guys you uh 
killed it. You made that a little <laughs> bit more difficult than it needed to be, but we appreciate it. Yeah. We appreciate it. We all still got to try Sub-Zero. Now, if you had wiped us out on both, that would have been very, very sad because you can't... Sub-Zero is one of those flavors that you can't create just by using other flavors. Like, if someone wiped us out of lemon mint, okay, got you. I'll find another lemon mint or I'll create it myself, but out of stock on Sub-Zero, that's it. It's over. No more Sub-Zero. None. None. Can't make that. Yeah, so that is... a. Uh, Easily one of the top top five haze flavors for sure in my book, and I'm pretty sure just in general, um, it's gonna be up there along with uh, cucumberita. Ah, still, that's such a good one. <laughs> still, have some of that in my cabinet at home. Yeah, yeah. So um, that is uh, you know one of the things that you guys purchase, you guys and girls purchase. Just know when I say guys, I mean guys and girls. It's just my. Just my type we tend of to slang. use guys as a very gender neutral, just <laughs> kind of all encompassing term. Yeah, sort of throw that out there. Just throwing yeah. that out there. Um, it's like dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, Could mean anything. Definitely not bro. Yeah, bro. Bro's a little. Bro's a little different. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So uh, the birthday sale. That's the birthday sale. Yeah, so that's uh, pretty much what you guys stocked up on with shisha, and now we are into uh, hookahs and accessories. Um, you know, there's some packages out there. One of the things I, I mentioned earlier about having a deep discount on was the uh, Sahara Smoke hookahs. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of those hookahs, you know, they have the same body, but it's the base that really kind of changes the style of the hookah, uh, so to say. And I feel like that's where Sahara Smoke focus at. I really just wish they just had just only bases. They just created just a whole bunch of bases for everyone to just kind of customize their own hookah with. Um, but the packages that they come with alone, I mean, the Sahara smoke stems are really nice. They look more <clears throat> modern. They look more like a lightsaber <laughs> than the uh, <laughs> twisted design that they used to have back in the day. I will say those, uh, those. I, I am in agreement with you on those bases. I mean, I just kind of wish they, they would just kind of focus on bases. Like, say what you will about their hookahs, but man... They are just solid at making bases and coming up with like just weird, unique, just kind of never before seen designs on bases. Like, there's one that's like basically like a almost like a flat oblong like disc. Yeah. Oh, that's it's crazy. Yep. And then, but it works and it smokes, and I'm just like, I don't understand how this base functions, <laughs> but I want one and I need it to fit everything. It's like a flat fish tank. <laughs> yeah, almost. No. Put a couple goldfish in your in your base and, and you know, hey, have some have some decoration while you smoke. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that, listeners. Just please never put animals in your base while you smoke. Definitely. Um, I saw that at a hookah battle competition. I was judging. It was uh, it was actually done by the alpaca hookah team. Uh, I'll put a picture on the blog for you guys to see. And by the way, all of our episodes are hosted on the hookah shisha blog, which is at hookah backslash hookah love new and um you can see today's episode and some of the things that we're talking about and maybe some pictures so one of the things that you will see on there once again is a picture of a regal prince uh submerged inside of a fish tank with fish swimming around it and it was uh how'd that taste uh the taste was fine i was just worried that the fish were just going to die at some point because they weren't in a separate container. Like it was just (laughs) like they had enough weights on the coal tray to hold the hookah, you know, under the water without it, you know, moving or 
mm-hmm. tilting at all. But I mean, the fish were still just swimming around in it, so it was a little, it's a little strange. Um, so they gave those fish a nicotine addiction. <laughs> it's like, okay, get these fish out of here. Oh man, that's that's just a weird decision. Like, were the fish like in the base, or was it like a like a separate? Like, was the the hookah base hose all that stuff just submerged in water? Yes. And the 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 tank was like a separate thing, so they no. were outside the hookah, or everything just all in one. <laughs> huh. <laughs> I would expect that to taste a little like fish, to be honest. Like, I was like, that seems like a poor decision. Yeah. And now I'm, now I'm trying to think about it. I need to really pull up that picture because I'm trying to figure out how the hose came out without having any real, like, water just being filled inside of it. I might, might need to go back and look at that photo. <laughs> just, just try to figure out the logistics of it. Yeah. That's amazing. I know they didn't win, though. It was someone else. Someone else won. Yeah, the hookah battle competitions. Those are those are something. Those get wild, man. Yeah. Those get wild. There'll be another one at the uh, Hookah Expo Worldwide. You can see us there. We'll be there. Yeah, we'll definitely be there. Uh, we were there last time, and we were there time before. And, yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, if you guys are there, come, uh, come find us. Say what's up. It'll be in it's, Vegas. Uh, and Vegas. It, and it's in July this time around, I'm pretty sure. I, th- I think it's August. I think it's beginning of August. Okay, it was August of last year. I don't know if it moved or not. But we'll probably have a link on the website for that as well, or maybe like a picture or something. Um, so, yeah, what have I been up to was not a question that you asked, but I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just like looked over Sean, at the notes. what have you been up to? <laughs> I looked over at the notes and just randomly just said, what have I been up to? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Sean, what have you been up to? Well, let's see. Hold on. So we're recording. Do you seem so eager to talk about it? We're recording right now on Easter Sunday. Um, so one thing I wanted to figure out is how is your Easter going? It's not been bad, man. It's been uh, it's been pretty low key. Uh, it's you know I, I I don't typically celebrate most holidays you know kind of extensively. I don't I don't I don't really decorate. I don't do anything. I just kind of hang out. You know, take the opportunity to have a day off work and just uh, you know just kind of kick back and enjoy the day. And today has definitely been going that uh, going that way. I uh, woke up at a leisurely like eleven thirty p or eleven thirty a.m. Uh, me and the uh, me and the girlfriend ate some wings for wings for lunch. Uh, that we made at home. She uh, she was very great, you know, very uh, very nice in making those and doing all the work on those. So uh, yeah, just kind of been hanging out and uh, just enjoying the enjoying the rela- relaxation. What about you? Um, Easter is one of those days where it kind of just passes. It's like, oh yeah, that was Easter. What are we supposed to do? Like, I'm not really painting eggs or hunting for eggs. Um, you know, I'm hitting that clearance Easter candy though. Ah, uh, see, yeah, no, no, I gotta no. hit the clearance mm-mm, Easter candy. Mm-mm. No, sir, I'm still on my uh, on my one punch man uh, workout routine. How's that going? It's uh, it's going, man. It was uh, you know, week one was terrible for push-ups. I mean, I'm in like, sure. I've got to be like week five now, week six. Definitely not week six. I think yeah, we'll be starting week six now. But uh, week one, uh, doing a lot of push-ups, and uh, I had to take a break Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of the first week because I thought I was gonna need to see a doctor because I thought like <laughs> my pecs were gonna like tear. I thought everything was just torn inside my chest. But um, the start of week two, everything was a lot easier. Now it's like knocking 100 push-ups out is like light work. It's just like a little like, whoop, 
here's 100 push-ups like boom dude done. i i looked into that workout routine after you told me about it and i i i just got sad because it was like day one do like five push-ups and i was like i can't <laughs> no, day one is a hundred push-ups. What are you talking about? Well, well, but it was like do like five sets of five. At a oh time yeah, or whatever. And I was like, wow, I can't do. <laughs> well, any yeah, of, those. of course. Like, <laughs> I I can't do a single push-up. Yeah, well, I started off not being able to really do it. I mean, like when I did a hundred push-ups, even on the first day, it was like forty were really clean, really really clean push-ups. The ten after that were like mediocre, and then I took a break, and then a good. 10 more after that and then the rest of them were just all poor form like like a broken hanger was just like (laughs) i'm just like trying my back is all up in the air and you're uh, just sobbing while you're doing (laughs) yeah but i mean like day one day two day three i mean it was brutal 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 but uh yeah i mean week two week three i mean your body you know starts to get used to it but i will say it will make you if you have trouble going to sleep uh, workout <laughs> because your body will automatically go to sleep. It, you will not have late nights anymore. I'm a person that is used to staying up very late, um, playing games, smoking hookah, whatever. But, uh, you know, doing workouts whenever you sit down for the night and you're sitting down for too long, your body instantly is just like, okay. It's time to recoup. <laughs> the moment you sit down, yeah, you're, like, you're just like, oh, okay, you're like, we're done for the day. Wait, 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 I had plans, I had plans, no! No, you did not! <laughs> yeah, so your your brain might be awake, you know, I like to think that, you know, my brain's pretty active at night, but if you've worked out a lot throughout the day, your body will go to sleep. Your brain might be on, but your body is like, yo, I'm, cl- I'm clocking out. I'm done. I'll see you tomorrow. My day's over. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. You won't have <laughs> legs or arms the rest of the night. We're we're closing out. <laughs> like, your, your your body quits faster than uh than that one coworker that's clocked out right before like a, a like a lunch rush. <laughs> it's just like, hey, can you can can you come help? No, nah, man, I'm I'm gone. I'm I'll catch yeah, you. I'll it catch won't, you next it won't time, let me though. actually clock back in for another thirty minutes, so I really can't help you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's the way the system's set up. I can't help you. I'm sorry. I can't. I I can't do anything about that. I'm sorry. Like, not my fault. Uh, but one of the things now uh, to try and keep me up is uh, what I started a couple days ago, which is Game of Thrones. And oh, uh, I'm so happy that you started watching that. I am. Let's see. It's it's crazy that this show actually started in April of 2011. So it was like almost right around the time. I think the first episode was on the 21st or 22nd, something like that, um, of April. So I'm, I feel like I'm I'm lining up. I'm just you know a few years behind. A good eight. eight. You're just eight years. Eight, behind. eight years behind. It's all good. Um, but yeah, kicking things off that first episode. It's funny. I I watched the first episode probably four no definitely like five years ago and. I was extremely lost. There was way too many names being thrown out. I didn't realize that there was going to be, like, whatever the hell was in the forest. <laughs> like, that whole scene was just like, whoa, wait a minute, what? Give it, like, a season or two, mm-hmm. and you'll be, you'll just, you'll have it, like, all mapped out in your brain. You'll just, like, know all the names. You'll know all the houses. You'll know who's related to who and who, you know, betrayed this person and like it, it's insane. Like I was the I was the same way when I first started. I was like, there's so many names. Like I can't keep track of any of this. Yeah. But now 
Oh yeah. It, it, oh yeah. It was, I'm we're in it. I feel like I'm already gonna like upset myself because I'm looking too deep into the show, just like I always do with TV. Because I mean, the kid was knocked out for a month. <clears throat> And his medicine was sleep. They didn't even feed him. He doesn't even have, like, an IV. They didn't have that technology. So he literally just, like, laid there. He didn't lose weight or anything. And uh, that, that threw me what? off at first. Listen, don't, don't look into <laughs> it too far because you're going you're gonna to come across some spoilers. Cause, uh, so, so, so since you just started watching, I guess it's a, it's a good question to ask. How much do you know about Game of Thrones, like, from just, like, the memes and, like, the references? Online. Oh, I have, so basically, I, I guess, you know, it's kind of like with you looking at The Office, um, mm-hmm. you said that you've, you see them, you don't really understand them sometimes, but you, you get some of them, but you don't feel left out, like, in, in my sense of things, like, since I have absolutely no knowledge of Game of Thrones, character <clears throat> names, who's with who, what actual characters are in this, like, I, once again, did not know that there would be a non-human character in the show <laughs> like slicing people's heads off <laughs> like that was just like wait hold on what oh yeah uh, it gets wild yeah so as far as like the memes and whatnot like all i know is winter is coming i still don't have no idea what winter is coming it's already snowing there <laughs> so i feel like it's already winter but um so when- all i know is that winter is coming <laughs> i don't know what that means but i know it's coming yeah and then they said it in the first episode he's like yeah winter is coming i'm like okay cool got it the phrase winter is coming mm-hmm. is like the motto of House Stark. That's that's what that is. That's like their famous words. Oh, so, so winter is actually not coming? I mean, we're not going to get into that. Oh, but, okay. You know, but that that's kind of been their thing for like the whole history of their families. Gotcha. Just, that's their phrase. You know, every kind of house has a phrase that they say or that they kind of are famous for. And that's, that's for the Starks. That's uh, Well, the phrase... Yeah, after only watching three episodes, the phrase for the Lannister group should be, we do each other. And oh, yeah. No, that is just a rampant, rampant family. I there. was like, what is happening over here? This is just cool. Okay. That's... Oh, yeah. They dropped that bomb real quick. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, yeah, there's uh, quite a bit going on, but I am already annoyed with uh, one character in particular. Um, Who? And Who? that is the little prince kid. Uh, the the Lannister kid. Yeah, the little Lannister kid. Joffrey. Joffrey is his name. It, he's he's the he's the snarky one, right? The one who's like he's like the kid that was is supposed to be dating the girl with the red hair. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He got that, so that's worked. Joffrey. He got worked by that little girl with the little sword, and then the yeah. Oh yeah, Arya is a badass. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, but I, um, I some of the names throw me off. Like I was just like. I didn't know that the main character, whoever the dad is of the house, his name uh, is Ned. Ned, Ned Stark. Yeah. Ned, come on. <laughs> te- te- technically, his name is Eddard, I think. What? Like Eddard, E D D A R D. Oh, I think. okay, okay. But it, he, it's like, it's like, I don't want to say it's a nickname, but it's kind of like a nickname. Ned Stark. That's just kind of what he goes by. That's how he's known. Okay. Yeah. When uh, they first said I Ned, his, his I was like, Eddard. hold on, I didn't hear that right. His name isn't just Ned. <laughs> like yeah no that's that's just kind of what he goes flanders <laughs> that's the only thing i think about now is just ned flanders like ned flanders you should just you should just imagine him as ned flanders uh, in the show yep just just that's that's how you're gonna watch it now and then poor lancel 
that that guy with the he's like the frail kid i don't know he was just like holding a wine for the and this might be hard for you to even like think back because this is literally the third episode of season one but Mm -hmm. uh the little kid that has to i mean he's not even a little kid he's like a teenager but he's supposed to fill the king's cup with wine and he runs out of wine and he just like starts snapping at him but i was just like dude oh yeah lance whatever lancel lancel lannister uh, is sitting there in the corner holding an empty uh, container of wine, and he he knows there's no wine in it, so he should be prepared to, for this lashing, <laughs> this verbal lashing. If you're sitting in the corner and you know man is gonna ask for a refill, you're just gonna walk over and be like, uh, there's no wine. What do you mean there's no wine? <laughs> You've been sitting in the corner this whole time, like you. What know have you gonna... been doing? Go get more wine. <laughs> it's like so, Yo, you so... asked for that, homie. So now that you're now that you're fresh into the show, yeah, uh, I just want to ask you a couple of questions. I just want to get I just get want to get a fresh take on this. Uh, who's your favorite character so far? Oh, little girl that uh that beat that little prince. Okay, okay the 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 with the needle sword. Yeah, the little yeah. yeah okay, Arya. Okay, yeah. okay. Now uh now now if if you had to take a guess on where this is going, mm-hmm. like where this first season is going. Like, what do you think is going to happen? I don't know. Uh, this kid needs to hurry up and remember what the heck happened so he can let someone know. But at the same time, it's like, man, technology back then, or not having technology back then, like, once he says, like, what he saw, it's going to take, like, a year for that message to get to his dad. who's going to be like, wait, what? I've been fighting for the wrong people? Like, what? I feel like someone in that Lannister family, maybe the, the brother, is going to get caught up with something hopefully ned just takes him out hopefully the truth comes out real quick in season one even though i feel like they're just gonna drag this out for a while but um yeah i want someone to take out these lannister people real quick because i just i just don't like them (laughs) Um, oh um, you sweet summer child (laughs) i don't like these people but also i totally forgot about the uh the uh aquaman's crew um oh yeah 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 the, uh, the dothraki yeah yeah so um I don't know. Homegirl is eyeing those dragon eggs way too hard. I'm waiting for something to just like sprout out of that, even though he said that those are like really old. I just feel like she's just like eyeing those things way too hard. And uh, I don't know, some sort of foreshadowing. So I don't know. They also said that that's a dude that's supposed to like, he wouldn't cross over the sea. I haven't really made sense of that yet, but they're like, no, he wouldn't come over here. And they're like, well, wait until such and such happens and then he'll probably cross over so maybe that's like some season two season three stuff when aquaman goes to fight ned flanders but we'll see so you said you've met the dothraki and call drogo yeah what's the situation with with daenerys right now the blonde hair girl the girl oh she yeah. just like rubbed her stomach and she was like i'm gonna have a baby okay but they're but they're like together right oh yeah they're together okay and that, okay. And that whole cool. thing was a little little sketch that was kind of kick things off with kind of like a, a forced marriage and oh yeah yeah oh yeah i don't want to yeah. be married yep well i want to be king <laughs> like that's not how simba went down <laughs> that's not how simba went down that's funny so so funny story about uh just to give you a little bit of context in and just kind of uh some i guess backstory to uh the actors that play uh, uh, Call Drogo, so Jason Momoa and uh, Daenerys is played by Amelia Clark. So apparently, the first time uh, Jason Momoa and Amelia Clark had ever met uh, was 
for Game of Thrones and the first instance that they saw each other, because they'd read the scripts and everything, Jason Momoa saw her and just like screamed out like, wifey, and then just ran and tackled her. (laughs) <laughs> and like and like that was how they met and it was like great all right wifey <laughs> i appreciate that yeah that was a that was a lot going on oh yeah yeah i was like okay hey they're going to be happy together oh well okay she's not so happy okay this is this is a little awkward all right let's just uh, let's just see how this goes <laughs> hopefully uh hopefully by uh by by next episode uh, you've you've gotten you know further into it so we yeah. can talk a little bit more i'm waiting for a brother to just kind of just move on that kid's annoying as well oh the the yeah the daenerys's brother yeah yeah which okay yeah that was was, yeah there's a lot of weird things that are happening in the show where i'm just like i guess you know y'all are just a really close family (laughs) it's just really close family Oh yeah, um, I uh, well, I'm happy you're watching that, man. That'll be uh, that'll, it's, it's gonna be hard for me not to talk about it in front of you, but uh, knowing all of the things that have happened, yeah, uh, it'll be good. No spoilers. I'll, I will I'll do my best. You know what I'm avoiding spoilers for? Hmm. Endgame. Oh, buddy. Yeah, Avengers Endgame comes out oh, uh, next buddy. weekend. Yep, my tickets yeah. are ready. Center Thursday oh, yeah. because who sees a movie on a Friday? And uh, <laughs> yeah, nerds. <laughs> oh man, just remember the days of Thursday midnight showings. Like that was the thing to do, and it was awesome when they started doing that. But now you can go see a movie on Thursday at seven o'clock. The midnight premiere thing was always like you know doing that for a while now for you know kind of big blockbuster movies and everything like really good movies that you're excited for. But, like, we're kind of spoiled now because, you know, we have, you know, the Alamo Draft House and we have, you know, various other movie theaters that they do assign seating and they do, you know, you can just show up whenever and your your seat's guaranteed as long as you got the ticket, right? You remember the days before that was a thing <laughs> where you not only, like, it wasn't just show up at midnight, go, go to your seat and call it a day nope. type of thing. You had to show up, like, all the day before stand in line get tickets and then come and back and then <laughs> and then not only like you would think you just buy the ticket and you're good right no of course not but then you had to come back stand in a massive line for god knows how long just so you could get a good seat in the theater <laughs> so you had to it was just an insane spectacle like there's just lines out the door and you were just like well I'm here for the next 2 hours so <laughs> That's just what I'm doing. Like Yeah, and I love uh, I love it now. And the crazy thing is that like I can't even survive staying awake, even if it's a movie that I really, really like, uh, for really late movies, like midnight movies. I can do a midnight movie at home with my hookah at my own place, but for some reason if I go and sit down at a place at midnight, it is way too late because you know, the movie's not gonna start until twelve thirty. And then you and got that's the, another two two and a half hours. You like, know, an end game is three hours. Three hours plus, yeah. yeah. And so that would, yeah, three a.m., three thirty. No, sir, that is not for me to be out at a movie theater. I definitely have uh, words filtered out on Twitter, so I don't see anything. Some people are weird. They're really trying to just like throw out the ending and throw out all this stuff out there to like ruin it for other people. I don't understand why. They're kind of the worst. The worst. Honestly, those people are the worst. But I, you know, I'm I'm kind of the same way. Like I, I'm not as weird about spoilers, you know, 
as a lot of people. I don't want things spoiled for me, but if it happens, like, uh, whatever, I'm still gonna enjoy the movie. I'm, I'm not active enough in like social media and, and things like that and where a lot of these spoilers are being posted. I, I wouldn't know where to find them. <laughs> if I wanted to, I wouldn't know where to start looking. Yeah. Like, like what do I search for, like, on Twitter? Like, what do I... I, don't, I just don't know. Like We will be talking about it on the next podcast, our thoughts about Endgame. So, spoiler warning ahead of time. The next episode will be about Endgame. <laughs> and uh yeah yeah the next time we will next one we will definitely be talking about endgame and uh we'll do our best to kind of you know make you you know give you guys a heads up when we're going to be talking about it so we you know if you want to skip ahead if you haven't seen it yet you know you can do that we'll, we'll try not to make it too big of a too big of a part of the uh the episode but it will definitely happen because <laughs> i know both you and i are both seeing an opening weekend so probably twice or three times I'll probably see it once opening weekend, and then if I want to see it again, I'll, I'll I'll go back when it's a little bit slower. Try to get those matinee prices. Oh yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. I'm not made of money. <laughs> Come on, Sean. Uh, well, talking about money, um, I'm gonna jump to kind of our ending here, which is uh, what did you learn? And um, this is something that might save you some money. I'll give you a little money saving tip as well as a, as well as a keep fresh tip. So uh, as we talked about before with uh, Hayes Sub-Zero being sold out and we had to get the kilo, if you ever just have a good flavor that you and a buddy enjoy, maybe you should just split a kilo, you know? I, I feel like I, I saved a little bit of money splitting, splitting the kilo with friends in the office. And uh, as far as keeping fresh, here's another one. Um, and this one is, you know, some of y'all probably already know this if you're already buying kilos. But for those that buy kilos, keep a separate container on deck. Good Tupperware yeah. works. Plastic uh, container. We sell plastic containers on the site. They're on sale probably right now. And uh, you can find them in the Tangiers category or the Shisha storage container category. It's in the hookah accessories. But uh, just having one of those uh, on deck, you can basically just scoop out just like a good... 200 grams 250 maybe even just 100 gram and then you can keep that kilo bag kind of sealed fresh tight stored away and you come back to it when you want to you know open that up but just to kind of prevent opening and opening the same full thousand gram bag just kind of just separate it just keep something fresh did you just figure this out like is this like is this the, like what did you learn from hookah is that like your 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 weekly update on what you learned yeah i would say because i am someone that does not buy a lot of kilos um i very rarely have stocked kilos in my place the only one that i really stocked last year was apple dopio that was like the first kilo that i purchased in a long time because i was putting it in all of my mixes and i didn't even kind of section that off or partition anything in that i left that tub open because on my desk i was scooping every bowl i had was just throwing just like a little bloop just a little splash of it in there so just a bloop just a bloop (laughs) (laughs) that's the uh listeners that is the official sound effect of putting shisha in a bowl bloop bloop yeah so would you bloop today (laughs) (laughs) well uh, in my snack pack i've got going a dollop of apple dopio, a smidge of uh, a smidge of lemon, <laughs> and a scoop of blueberry, <laughs> and a bloop of sub zero. <laughs> oh man, that's too good. What did you learn? Uh, so yeah, this this may not be you know kind of a a, a learning point for a lot of people, but uh, 
for me, it was definitely kind of a, uh, you know, a good moment for me to just kind of uh, step back from what, what I, you know, know about hookah and what I've always assumed, you know, is true about hookah and how I smoke. Uh, I wanted to take a, take a break from Darkleaf, honestly. <clears throat> so I, for, for years now, I have been just a, a heavy Darkleaf smoker. Tangiers, Trifecta, Azure Dark. Uh, I've been, you know, kind of dove into Hookafina Black for, for a minute. Um, and so, so just for a while, my, my tolerance and, and, you know, one of the things of dark leaf tobacco is it, it, it's a little bit higher in nicotine, gives you kind of more of a, kind of a buzz throughout your session. Um, and it got to a point for me, man, that I just, no matter what I smoke, Tangiers Burley, you know, Tangiers F-Line, just like the top of the, top of the level of nicotine, and I was just like, okay, I don't feel anything. This is just flavor for me. Like, I don't, I didn't, I didn't get a buzz out of it. I didn't get kind of the desired effect out of it just because I had been smoking it for so long and built up such a tolerance to it. Uh, so, yeah, so, so I just kind of decided to, to take a break from Dark Leaf for a little while, you know, stick to Blonde Leaf, try, try to focus on flavors and, and, you know, kind of exploring all the new, you know, flavor options out there in Blonde Leaf and, and then, uh, then I smoked a dark leaf bowl after that break, and oh boy, did that put me out! It was <laughs> incredible. It was just like taking that break really just kind of let me let my body just kind of reset and kind of you know get that tolerance back down, and it's like a whole new world again. It is just oh, dark. No. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's just taking that just quick, you know, just couple of weeks even just kind of letting your body, you know, reset. Like I said, just really kind of brings back that part of the experience for dark leaf and, and really just kind of makes it even better. Bam. Well, yeah, I like that because I definitely see two different types of smoking because you are someone, I would say, after that, I, I guess I could put you in the category as like a buzz chaser. Oh, definitely. Yes. Absolutely. I, I, I want to be put down by a bull. <laughs> uh, and I am on the opposite end of that. I am definitely someone that is really just in it for flavor and clouds. I could care less if I got a super strong buzz. Although I will say I try to avoid the super strong, strong buzzes. Um you know, and you know, speaking of Tangiers, that was the flavor or that was the brand that I was really hooked on when I first started at Hukashisha and I was having Tangiers for breakfast and that was you know, like <laughs> daily ten thirty, eleven o'clock bowl was cane mint and uh I definitely did take a break uh for a while on the black leaf for a bit, but I came back around to it for Trifecta, um, because Trifecta was dark leaf, but it's definitely, definitely not as buzzy as a lot of the dark leaf out there, but it still had kind of a heavier profile. Um, but yeah, I definitely bounce between uh, dark leaf and blonde. Sometimes I just mix them both up, but it's always, for me, I feel like it's always gonna be uh, the flavor that I'm shooting for. That's the main objective uh, for my bowl. I really, not, not that you say that, I really haven't focused on how much a bowl is really buzzing me as of late i have not really thought about that so maybe I'll, that's something we'll bring up next week i'll have a week of me focusing on what bowls buzz me and what bowls don't buzz me um and i know that there's one brand for sure that will always always buzz me and i will leave that surprise for next time next time next time now i'm curious <laughs> i don't even know what you're talking about it's a very uh affordable brand 
that might give it away. Hmm. Okay. I have, I have some thoughts, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I'll, uh, I'll have to pay attention to what you're smoking on in the office. See what uh, see what uh, see what happens. See if I can't deduce this. <laughs> but yeah, so now I'm gonna get back. The sun is out here on a nice Easter Sunday in Austin. It's 83 degrees, and um, I might go outside and have another walk. I had a walk yesterday, and it was nice. So I think I might go do that and uh, let you get on with your day. Oh yeah, I'm getting barbecue later. Okay, well you yeah. go get barbecue. Yeah, that's gonna be my Easter dinner. I need to do my hundred. Sit-ups. Uh, that just sounds grueling. <laughs> oh, God. I think that's going to be it for the day uh, for this, this week's episode. Winter is coming. <laughs> the bowls are coming. The Sub-Zero is coming. Sub-Zero um, is coming. <laughs> uh, we, should, we, should Photoshop a, we should Photoshop a graphic for that. I got um, it. <laughs> oh, man. As a reminder for everybody out there, if there's anything you know you want to ask us, whether it be hookah related or not, just uh, just drop us a comment on the blog or you know on a Facebook post uh, for this, and and you know we'll we'll kind of take a look through them and and pick a few out to answer. So uh, I think we have yet to get any questions, but uh, so you guys need to really hop on that. I think I'm gonna start dropping little cards and in uh, orders, like hey. <laughs> What should we talk about on a podcast? <laughs> Shoot me an email. I want to start. It's not leaving. a bad idea. Yeah, you might start seeing some notes uh, in your orders. So we might have some new listeners coming on board soon. So uh, just throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there. Throwing that out there. And then once again, our blog is on hookadashisha.com, our website, backslash hookah love new. L O V E N E W. And you can find uh, you can find all of the uh, previous episodes. I even think we have a nice little cate- category for you, mm-hmm. so you can uh, you can find all those episodes in one place. Um, but yeah, if you uh, you know this is the first episode you just kind of stumbled into, you should go back and listen to a few of the others. You know, check it out, and you know, drop us any any questions, comments. You know, even if it's just critiques, it's something we could be doing. Better, you guys suck, and know. Double Apple is awful. And I'd be like, okay, that's perfect. That's rude. That's just rude. Watch The Office. No, I refuse. Catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, that's man. the outro. Yeah, that's. I think that's the outro.